1: Hi, ladies. Welcome. We're super excited. We have Veronica Drake here. And Veronica is the clarity coach. She is also the creator of the one word method. And we're going to find out more about that today. She's an intuitive, or it's an intuitive process that gets to the root of what keeps women stuck. And we love anything that does that, right? So Veronica's mission is to help women business owners develop their intuition so that they can operate their businesses from a place of unshakable self-trust. And I absolutely love that term, unshakable self-trust, because we all want that. So as a sought-after keynote and motivational speaker and frequent radio podcast guest, her down-to-earth relatable approach attracts people of all ages and places. She's been called a life-changer, guardian angel, and cheerleader all rolled into one. So welcome, Veronica. We're delighted to have you here. Wow,
2: I forgot my Uh, (laughs) pom-pom. I'm so excited to be here. I tell you, you know, I met the two of you individually, and I think you both just have such a great vibe, and I'm just honored to be part of anything that you're doing. So thank you for asking me and for any consideration um, going
0: forward. (laughs) Well, we so appreciate you being here. And I know that this is going to be a fabulous conversation. So Veronica, just take it away. So, okay, so
2: where do I begin? I'm going to put my glasses on. So I made a little couple little notes. I don't read the notes, but uh, I do use little bullet points because sometimes uh, (laughs) I have always been somebody that has been fascinated with words. Um, I understood early on what it meant to be inspired by words. I was a collector of quotes. And if I'm to make this more understandable, going back to specifically to 1962, yep, I'm that model, I'm a 1962 model. Uh, (laughs) uh, And I'm vintage. Um, And I grew up at the intersection of mental illness and alcoholism. So words, to me, have two sides, right? There's the positive, the, you know, the quotes, the saving the words is inspiring me. And then there's the other side tearing you down, telling you you're not smart enough. That you're not pretty enough. You'll never be this. You're not going to do that. And and so I had to find a balance very early on, and age appropriate. I would be drawn to beautiful. Like I always loved flowers. I loved open space. I loved nature. And um, I would hear words like just nothing like out there, but just like oh sunshine. And then I would hear you know raindrops. And I would sit in the yard as a little girl. At night, right before the the sun went down. And as the sun went down, I would smell the dew on the lawn and I would hear how comforting it was to me. And that was a very special time for me. And I never realized that until I became an adult, because there was so much that I was dealing with in childhood. Um, But listening to the words that I would get from the smell, from the scent, I now know was the intuitive guidance that got me through life. And so that was a, a really profound realization for me at around age 40, I believe. Wow.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. I actually grew up at that same intersection and we never talked about that. So we have a lot to talk about because yeah. that's a tough road right there. Yeah. Well, cool. So, and then you have, you had that realization around age 40. So So give us your story. How did you get to be the Clarity Coach? What got you to where you are today? Um, Well, uh,
2: again, in in 1962, born into that, got married uh, very early on because, you know, I was running away. And so I thought I would solve it uh, by letting someone else solve it because I was raised to believe that I wasn't smart enough to solve it myself. So you marry a man that can solve it. And fast forward, that didn't work out. <laughs> and it was around age 40 that i realized that and um backing up to age 3435 i went to take my life i had gotten to the point where i didn't want to live anymore i was um not a very nice person in the sense that i used people um i was manipulative because Growing up in an alcoholic family, you learn certain behaviors that's normal, right? And then you look at that and you're like, well, I've got to survive. And so throughout my life, um, everybody loved me, though. That was the thing because everybody always wanted to be with me. Oh, she's the life of the party. And like on the inside, I was so broken, And finally, I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't put that facade on. I couldn't go out. And I went to take my life and I was going to crash my car into the side of a bridge abutment. And um, I literally felt my car fill up with all I can describe it as is an amazing, warm presence. And I heard, again, that word angels, you know, and it spoke to me just in one word. We have you you're okay. And I thought, what is going on here? Because I wasn't raised with any kind of religion or uh-uh, that Santa Claus was Christmas, a chocolate and Easter bunny, you know, that's what I got. Um, and so with that, I felt my, my pant leg be pulled off the accelerator and I pulled over and I was like, what in the hell was that? And I just sat there and I sobbed. I, I didn't realize that I sat there for like an hour, just sobbing, like everything washed out of me. And that began my spiritual awakening, I guess you would call it, or my my lean towards spirituality. Because prior to that, I really wasn't uh, spiritual. Like I said, I was um, uh, I wasn't a narcissist completely, although I could see how I could have turned <laughs> into one. So. That was the that was the turning point though for me Uh, November 1996. So here we are, um, Mm. all those years later.
1: Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. So then I know that when I talked to you and we we were on a call, you were telling me how you used to be able to help people with their love interests. Oh yeah, (laughs) I I, about (laughs) that that little journey from there. And you can, you don't do that anymore, but that is fascinating as well.
2: So I, I just have always known things about people and that's, reading energy, right? You walk into a room and you get the vibe of the room, right? Well, that's the collective energy in the room. You meet somebody, I meet the waitress in the restaurant, I could tell her story, right? I've always been able to do that. And so I built 18 years ago, I built a business with a yellow legal pad, a kitchen table and my pen. And I said, I've got to get out of this rat race. I was working at a very good job. Uh, I worked myself up to a very distinguished position, made great money, had all the perks you're supposed to have, and again, was miserable. And um, I just said, you know what, I'm going to take what I know, which is knowing things about people, and I'm somehow going to turn this into a business. And so again, back to the words and the voice, I became a spiritual life coach. I went to the coaching academy on the bridge line back in the day because we didn't have Zoom and I became a coach and I learned how to develop my curiosity even more about other people. And as I was coaching people, I would find myself getting impatient because they we humans have a tendency to dance around stuff, right? Like sometimes we're not all that vulnerable and we're kind of dancing around. I couldn't wait to cut to the chase. And so I would do these sessions. I would be like, listen, stop, you know, because I really don't have a filter. I'm just warning y'all. I don't have a filter. I'm nice, but I don't have a filter. And (laughs) I would go and I would just be like, blah, 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 here's your stuff. Now let's start reconstructing. Let's rewrite this story because this narrative isn't fitting you anymore. And it's even in some cases making you sick. It's it, there's a disease component to it, disease, right? Mm-hmm. And so I began to do what I called readings. I've always had an aversion to the word psychic. I I, I, I get this image in my head of a carnival worker with her turban and her crystal crystal ball and the psychic neon sign on the front lawn. Listen, if that's your jam, I totally respect it. It's just not me, right? So I used intuitive intuitive guide. And I got very fortunate because Overnight Success was 11 and a half years in the making. (laughs) And I got discovered um, on a YouTube channel, very popular YouTube channel uh, called Channeling Eric. And um, I became one of the featured mediums. And it was like a tornado came to town, it just stirred everything up. I never had to look for clients, clients looked for me. And so um, my reputation built my business because accuracy, dependability, uh relatability, all of those things. And so now about 8 months ago I decided that I would retire that. I wanted to go deeper. Um with all due respect, everybody needs help and if you want questions about your love life and your soul and all of that, I get that. But I want to lead you to the deepest part of yourself. I want you to understand how powerful your story is, right? And I want you to understand you create your story with the words you tell yourself. And that's that's my jam right here. In 2024, there ain't no
1: stopping that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And explain about your the one-word method. Mm. Oh, thank you. Um, I
2: was sipping my coffee one morning, as I do, and I call that my meditation or the zone, right? Because I get my coffee, I just kind of sit there. Your mind is the clearest first thing in the morning. And I heard only one word stands between you and what's next. And of course, it's not that fluid. It comes in little fragments, right? And I said, one word, okay, one word. And I had my pen and I began to write, And there's a part of this where the consciousness, the rational consciousness meets the subconscious. Because being in business over 18 years, I met a lot of thousands of people, right? Mostly women. And I heard, write these five words down. And I wrote love, security, status, recognition, and validation. And I wrote the five words down and I sat there and I doodled because here's a little tip for you. Doodling will always quiet your mind and open up your intuitive receptors. So Mm -hmm. I sat there and I doodled and I heard one of these five words. Look at them. Every woman gets tripped up by one of these five words. It's her sticking point. It's where she gets stuck in the mud. And underneath one of those words is her I statement. Not the psychological kind, because I'm not a psychologist. I don't even play one. <laughs> but the I statement. So for instance, I'll give you an example. My word is recognition. And my I statement after I did the work, what, I'm, what I actually do for people, I did for myself. And I heard my I statement was, I matter. And so woven through everything I do, I need to put it through the recognition I matter meter inside of me. Mm -hmm. Because what mattered 20 years ago, I might not feel matters to me now. I might feel more okay with this than not with that. And so waking up to your I statement and your word is a very powerful ignition to get you started.
1: Yeah. I love that. I like the way that you recognize and it's kind of built in that what mattered before might not matter now, like for every, I mean, we're always constantly changing and growing. So it's cool. So then when the, and, and maybe you can tell us, I don't want you to give away your secrets, but how do you, how does someone pick the one word? How do you determine which one (laughs) word for the woman is the block? Well, that's where my spidey senses come in
2: (laughs) because inevitably we'll do a session and I will engage her in her feelings, and her awareness. And I I will give you this. Uh, My signature talk, when I go out and I, I talk to groups, I always tell them there is one thing you need to know above and beyond everything else when you're going to work with your intuition. And that one thing is awareness. And so when we're doing the one word method, I'm tuning in to you. So there's no skirting around what it is like you might get a word and i might push back in a gentle way and you might go oh i i didn't see it that oh yes and then you might not might you will feel it in your physical being the body won't lie to us right the mind constantly stay with what you know stay with what you know stay with what you know and the body will have this adverse reaction to it and typically we listen to the mind because there's a familiarity to it
1: yeah so yeah, yeah fascinating so for everybody even though your i statement is i matter mm-hmm. and your the the example you gave was what mattered before maybe doesn't matter now and something else but for each one of those words and whatever someone's i statement is that's true right what it's the yeah. it's like the filter it is because things change mm-hmm. was, yeah so
2: so when i when when i and there's this is a whole process right like that i work with clients through because when you get your word recognition you have to go through, you know, what that means to you. And there's a whole big old conversation around that, right? And it's in feelings and it's intuition and it's excavation, right? It's deep exploration that happens. And I, part of why I'm not doing traditional readings anymore, I need to go deep. Mm -hmm. I really do. I don't care how your weather is. I mean, all right, maybe I do. But It's a nice day. My husband always says to me, can't you just go small talk? No, I'm not a small talker. I (laughs) don't do that very well. But I I take you on this deep journey, but it's fun, right? Because I'll tell you what, who doesn't love learning about themselves? You want proof of that? Around every corner is a quiz to tell you about yourself. And what do we do? We jump on them, whether we're scrolling late at night or we get down a rabbit hole. If there's a quiz, we're on it, right?
0: We love learning about ourselves. So that's my that's my key. And, uh, and you know, Veronica, I remember when you and I were talking and we were talking about some of these things. And for me, I have always received the label at some point and I had took it on as left-brained, analytical, business person and that has that has I've carried that through and so for me I've been learning over the last few years about this inner work that we need to do for ourselves mm-hmm. because that it only gets you so far the business know-how and mm-hmm. We are the foundation of our business along with all the strategies we need. Like we. As individuals, as women are the foundation. And when we can do that inner work, in fact, I was just talking to a client today and we were discussing this very thing. She says, I don't feel like I've gotten much, done much progress, you know, working on my business. And I'm like, But you've been working on yourself. Mm-hmm. You've been overcoming your own mindset challenges. And that is working on your business. And that's why Carmen and I love this holistic approach and why we feel this is your, what you're talking about so important because we cannot compartmentalize we have got we are a whole person and we need to be whole and have this intuition side along with the business analytical side to really be successful
2: oh absolutely and i think that was the drawing point for me to you guys because the the, you know the holistic approach you know when people say oh we're coming into a new era a new way of being the feminine energy yeah okay that's true it's feelings Right? It's, it's marrying the feelings with the knowing. And here's the other thing I've never had a business background. I mean, I, listen, I ran a million dollar dental practice in the 90s. Okay. So I'm not a stupid woman, right? Like, we did well. Um, I served on a, a senior leadership t- team in a nonprofit. Like, I did well but I didn't have the pieces of paper. And so what I had to do to get those positions was to talk through my story. So I know what I'm talking about. I know because I walked the talk. And the other thing is, you you made a great point, Deidre. You cannot have one and not the other. You have to have intellect and you have to have intuition and you have to find a way to marry them that is unique to you. Mm-hmm. And that's also part of the journey that I teach. You know, I know you guys deal with brand a little bit. And, you know, we all he- we always hear, well, you are your brand, right? you know, I don't know, are you? You know, I'd say, you know, you are your brand because you stand behind it, you stand for it. And maybe there's a distinction somewhere along the line. But if you're over here saying I stand for family values, and you're making people work on Christmas debt, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's got to be a, a similarity, a, a kind of convergence of, of who you are and who the business is.
1: Yeah, we, we always say that, there's more than one entity in a business. And so let's say it's a solopreneur. It's that person is an entity and the business is an entity. And the person has a stewardship over the business to ensure that it, it gets its needs met so that you can get your needs met. That's where I think, yes, that saying, saying that you you are your brand and you are your business and all that, sort of, and kind of, and sure on on one (laughs) level, but on another level, I think people get caught up in that. Then they're like, then they, that's, it gets too easy to project emotion into everything you're doing. And then that removes your I mean, emotion is power I and mean, don't get me wrong. But when we, when we lead with emotion and we don't combine the two, that's why that yep. is why Dieter and I are so about this because it's like, you've got to have the data. You have to have, we, we say the CEO mindset where you're able to rise above and have an objective look at what's going on and not be like, oh my God, I did that video and it flopped and everyone is going to hate me and I can't ever do it again. I mean, we can't. Get pulled into our emotion because we'll just go down this big tidal I wave. Love right? that. I love yeah. that. So yep. it's like there's going to be a mix of the two. But when you talk about us going into a new age and it's the feminine age, intuition, emotion, feelings, relationships, those are superpowers that we have as women, especially women over a certain age, right? That we, oh, want, absolutely. we love.
0: it.
2: And think about this I, feelings, emotions, thoughts, actions, your life, right? Mm-hmm. And so if, if the thoughts you're thinking produce your actions, right? Like exactly, you you really, it would behoove you, all of you to sit down and say, here, I have this, what am I thinking about it? You know, what am I feeling about it? And what is my emotion around this? And then kind of go into this whole process where I teach you how to really understand what that, how it's the Holy Trinity. I mean, really what it, what it is sacrilegious, I think, but you know, you know what I mean?
0: Figuratively. Oh Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you know, and I think, I honestly think this whole discussion and what you're doing, like this should be part of business curriculum, honestly, mm-hmm. because it, this is, we're just now starting to have these kinds of conversations. And we're just starting to recognize the value of understanding ourselves. And I don't think, at least in my experience, and most of the women I know, we never were, this was not talked about, this was not taught anywhere, unless you happen to, you know, go on to a, you know, journey to India with a, you know, a yogi or something, you you just never got this information. And I'm so happy that we're now pulling this together and having these kinds of conversations. And and as you said, Veronica, getting that awareness because that is the key to just know that there is something there. And Mm -hmm. I think it helps us feel, it should make us feel better that we're not broken. You know, when we get stuck, we blame ourselves. And it's really because there is something something we are not aware of or something we don't understand about ourselves. It's not that there's anything wrong with us. That's the stuck. That's the roadblock.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you think about this, I like to have people really connect to their soul, which is the essence of who they are, right? The energy of who they are. Just like your fingerprints are unique to you, your soul's frequency is unique to you. And it is programmed, whether you believe it or not, or know it or not, to bring to you the experiences that it signed up for. And so this is all about how you vibe in. You know, your vibe attracts your tribe. And for a lot of years, my vibe, my tribe, hmm, they weren't so good. Uh, You know, the last 18 years in business, I've had my ups and downs for sure. But once I understood who I was, I found her, right? I could find her, my tribe and effortlessly she came to me. So,
1: Yeah. I love the way you say that because I, I'm such a believer that we chose the lives that we have before Mm -hmm. we ever got here. So when you say that your soul, you know, is bringing it's the whole point is to bring the, the, experiences that it signed up for. I just love that.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, you have to want, I believe we're not just wandering aimlessly around here. Right. You know, and I was thinking, I was was going somewhere the other day and I was put it in my phone, right. You know, the directions and, and I was like, Hmm, remember when we didn't have these and it wasn't that long ago. Right. (laughs) I mean, well, it blows my mind that I'm 61, but you know, how did we get where we were going? Well, we needed some sense of direction, right? We yeah. needed, whether it was a Google map or whether it was the old AAA, you unfold it, it's as big as the continent map, you know, whatever it was But I could never read. But we've always had to have that. But I, I, I question you. Well, do I have time for a really quick story? Yeah. I, Go I, I have to tell you this because this to me, like I get chills just saying it right now. I have always been terrified of getting lost. My father said, you know, you don't venture too far, you know, and he would always have to take the drives before we would go somewhere. So we had it all figured out. So one day, um, I'm, I'm 61, probably one day I was in my late 40s, I believe, maybe 50. And I got in my car and I had a cup of coffee and I was driving and I had my phone with my directions and I was just going to take a leisure, leisurely drive. Right. And so I, I thought, okay, here's my GPS, but I didn't program anything. I trusted my gut. I just followed my gut. And that was something mm, I never did. So I'm driving, I'm driving, going out this road and I'm okay, here, go this way and go this way. Goes Okay. Now I'm okay. Cause I got my phone. I get all of a sudden I lose reception, right? Oh, okay. It's dead there's nothing guiding me yeah. well there was but so I hear okay, breathe and and you know where you're going so I'm driving all around and I'm t- and I'm, I'm crying and then I went okay stop stop you've got to pay attention I drove I went I got lost I got scared I worked through the emotions of it and I went like this and I pulled over at the top of the mountain and the, the most incredible spectacular view was right in front of me. And I pulled over and I looked off and sure enough, I don't know how I got there, but I landed up looking down on the community where I was born. Oh, Wow. And it was back in the day. Well, I say back in the day, I used to do photography. So I had my 35 millimeter camera and I took the picture and I, and I heard this is home. And I thought, okay, this is home. This is home. Because I didn't really know for sure. Took the pictures, got the pictures. And my dad was the one that said to me, well, that's your, you were born in that right there. And I went, I found
1: my way home. Yes. That gives me chills too. I
2: know. It was such an epiphany. And I just, we're always learning to trust ourselves. So how advanced do you think you are with your intuition or in
0: anything, you, it's okay to peel one more layer of that onion.
1: Yes. I love that.
0: Yeah. That is absolutely fantastic, Veronica. So do you have any last thoughts, words for the ladies who are listening today?
1: And do the ladies have any questions? I would invite anyone to drop questions. Oh, in yeah. too.
0: Absolutely. Um,
2: I I love the phrase, Everywhere you go, there you are. Yeah. If you want a snapshot of who you are, look at the people around you, the closest, the people you surround yourself with the closest. Look at them. Look at their characteristics. I mean, take a deep hard look, right? And then if you go to a new place, how do you find new situations? How do you find new people? How do you, you know, how do you find it to be? Because the truth is everywhere you go, there you are, you are showing up and you cannot run away from yourself and you will always, always attract who you are. So it's best to know your story and to know what story you lead with. And I think I told you ladies, the Mayor Betty story, um, yes. just, just kind of know what story you lead with and go from there.
1: Yeah. Will you tell the Mayor, Mayor Betty story so people can hear because I was great. <clears throat> Absolutely.
2: I was speaking at an event years ago, and I came off the stage, and out the corner of my eye, I could see this woman beelining at me. I mean, I thought she was going to tackle me, right? Literally, like, <laughs> right? boom, she's going down. And she sped up, and she, she she turned in front of me. She stuck her hand out. And she said, hi, I'm Mayor Betty, the ex-mayor of so-and-so, you know, the one that embezzled the money. I took the money. I went to jail. I paid the money back. I did." And it was like, whoa, Betty. <laughs> and, and And like, again, no filter. I went, whoa. I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, that's quite a story there," you know. Now, we're all leading with a story. It's not as blatant as Betty's probably, but we are all leading with a story. I I it, I just urge you, I invite you. What story, what narrative are you leading with? Because it matters. And you know, I got to tell you the end of that story. Her next question out of her mouth was, I'm really looking for my soulmate. Do you have any suggestions? And me being the smart ass I am, I just, you know, can't help myself. You might want to lead with a different story. You need a new opening line. (laughs) She's like, what? It never occurred to her that that's the story she was opening with. I mean, and that's a blatantly obvious story.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and this is how you help your clients, right? So can you explain one more time how you help your clients and then how people can learn more about you and working with you? So I really
2: take you it, deep within we start with the one word method right I walk you through you get your one word you you we part ways you know you go your way uh, and inevitably you circle back around because now you're ready to find your north star which is exactly what it sounds like we're finding your mission your purpose your reason for being right the center of why you're here and it's I'm gonna warn you um I guess warning warn you is the right word I'm not woo-woo. I'm a little bit woo. And that's what it says on my website. So you're not, you're going to get a lot of practicality and you're going to get a fair amount of woo. Okay. But I'm not the person for you. If you like rituals and ceremonies, cause I'm not hard. I'm hardcore. Here's practical. Here's a to B to C to D. Right. And that's really how I work. But understanding that if you don't know where you're going, you really don't know where you're going to end up, right? You don't know. Because so if, as a business owner, we have a vision, right? We have a goal or we should have a goal. And so if you see your goal, I teach you how to marry. I have an, I actually have a technique for marrying your intellect with your intuition that gets you the steps, the literal steps to get to that outcome, that goal.
1: Yeah. So awesome. it's pretty powerful. It is very powerful. And so I'm going to drop your website here in the chat underneath the video in the Facebook group, and then I will on LinkedIn as well. All right. And so when they get to their your website, do you have a you want them to do one a certain thing or you
2: know what? If you are an established business owner and you're watching this, and established, I mean, you know, you you've you've had your feet in in you have skin in the game, let's put it that way, right? You've you've done the work, you've put the website up, you've you know, you've earned some money here and there. I invite you to book a 30-minute intuitive consultation on your business. It's absolutely free. Uh, during that time, we will, we will find your one word. (laughs) We will walk you through that one word and we will identify your I statement. And I just love what I'm doing, you know, and I've had great feedback about it. So, you know, I'm open to that, Uh, just serving in any way that really meets the needs. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Encore Entrepreneur. Can you do us a favor? It will help us if you would please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and share it with your
1: friends. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you the real talk about how to be successful without compromising your values, and we need your help to spread the word.